Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Really? Wow. Um, breaking news on 92.3 The Fan is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets. Start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Um, just got some, some breaking news um, here. Dwayne Haskins. Um, standout at Ohio State um, before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL, died this morning when he got hit by a car in South Florida per his agent, Cedric Saunders. Haskins uh, would have been 25 years old on May 3rd, um, and and this was by Adam Schefter, um, confirmed on Twitter. <clears throat> Man, um, Man, that's uh, that's that's tough, man. Um, you know, my heart goes out to uh, Dwayne Haskins and his family um, for their loss. Man, um, and it, it's just, and it, it's just always tough to to lose um, young young brothers, young athletes, um, guys out there that um, you know trying to chase their dream. For you to be twenty five years old trying to restart his career, man, it's, you know, to me, it's, it's deeper than football. It's a lot deeper than football. You know, these guys out here, a lot of times we, we, we look at athletes as just individuals, whether or not we doing the route rush more and we talking about whether somebody was a bust or not, whether somebody did what they were supposed to or somebody being good. But when you hear news, it goes to a deeper personal level because now you're just thinking about, wow, um, a young man who hasn't had an opportunity to, you know, start a family, um, to see himself actually mature and grow and, and grow old is, um, is, is a difficult thing. And it just shows you um, at the end of the day, you know, it's just a, it's, football's a game. And um, we, we have to sometimes as announcers and hosts, we got to respect one thing. We eat. We live, we breathe, and, and we, we, we can make a living because we talk about these individuals. Um, and sometimes, you know, when, when things like this happen, um, we got to put some respect on their name, and, and my heart goes out to his family. Um, um, rest in peace, uh, Dwayne Haskins. 216-578-0092 at GBush91 on Twitter. Uh, let's go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Bring in Spencer Davies. Uh, Spencer, a little uh, sorry about the the somber news that just broke there. 
kind of put a, a little damper on, on you know, basketball talk and playoff talk. Um, thoughts on Dwayne Haskins? Man, uh, that's just, I mean, honestly, just found out through, through you, and I just went on Twitter, and that's just absolutely tragic. Um, I, I mean, he was, a, he was a great, great guy. Um, I loved how much he smiled when he was at, at LSU, and he obviously saw, you know, how motivated he was when he got drafted by Washington. Um, I mean, it's just really, really hard to, to react to. I mean, 25 years old, you never want to see something like that. Uh, regardless if it's sports or just life, and that's just uh, really, really, really hard news to take in. And, uh, you know, obviously cherish the, the memories of, of what he did as a quarterback at Ohio State, but just uh, thoughts and, and sincerest condolences to his family and his friends. Uh, yeah, man, definitely. Uh, once again, condolences to um, everyone in the Haskins family. We, you know, our prayers go out to you and hope um, that you will be, uh, you know, healed soon. And, and, and all of our wishes go out to them. Um, you know, moving to uh, things that are a little, you seem a little less important, but nonetheless still continue to happen. We got uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, last night take a L to the Brooklyn Nets. And, I, you know, I thought Brooklyn, uh, they played Brooklyn very tough. I thought that the the Cavs had the game to a, a, a manageable point, um, roughly somewhere in the fourth quarter, eight minutes left. I, I think the game was 92-95 or 92-93. Um, and, and the game was very close. But, you know, Durant comes down, hits a three. Uh, then you get Seth Curry comes down, hits a three. And it just seemed like every time the Cavs would make a run, those superstars would step up, and Kyrie and KD obviously were a little bit too much in the game. Uh, what, what did you? What were your thoughts on the game last night against Brooklyn? Uh, I, I thought that the uh, the bookend quarters was where the the Nets dominated. They came out of the gate knowing uh, that they had an opportunity to hop the Cavs for that seven seed and for home court and the play in, um, and they came out and punched them in the face. You know, KD had sixteen early, um, and you know they were they were really aggressive. They were beating the Cavs on the offensive glass, a lot of second-chance opportunities. Um, but those middle quarters, I think the Cavs found a little bit of a groove. Um, you obviously saw Darius Garland. Um, although he should have had more than three assists, uh, he was definitely in scoring mode and, and knew that he had to put his mark on this game um, from the get-go, and he looked really good. His, his jumper was, was looking great. He was going off high glass, taking it to the basket. I think Karis LeVert, same thing. Um, he's getting a lot of flack here, but over the last you know week and a half, two weeks, he's really started to to pick up his offensive game a little bit. Um, he's really getting to the rim and 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 trying to get to his spots for those little mid rangers. But I think uh, you saw the impact of Evan Mobley come back uh, almost instantly. Just the way that he's able to um, you know command the glass. He was not afraid to take contact last night. Took a couple of spills. Um, went into the body of, of Andre Drummond, wasn't afraid to um, take, you know, guys off the dribble. Um, so that was good to see, you know, like J.B. Bickerstaff said, roll out of bed, get you 17-7. and seven. That's not bad for somebody who missed, you know, about uh, two weeks of action. Um, and then you had Lowry Markkinen also um, that was, was making an impact. It seemed like him and Darius were the only ones who could make a three last night. Um, but uh, I think – your standouts as far as the, the, the pros go uh, uh, for the Cavs last night's game was when they made that run in the third quarter 
was uh, Isaac Okoro and Lamar Stevens just absolutely locking up Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. There was a stretch of possessions there for five or six straight uh, possessions where Lamar Stevens was in KD's shirt, and uh, they made the run without him on the floor, but then when KD came back in, it still uh, led to a lot of turnovers for Brooklyn and um, some some shots that fell short. So credit to Lamar Stevens and Isaac uh, for doing that. With that said, I think you still need a little bit more from Isaac Okoro. He's obviously going through one of those skids again. Um, but it's not really even a skid. He's just not taking shots. Um, and that's something that over the last three games, he's only taken a total of eight shots. <laughs> I mean, you need something more than that from your starting point guard, starting uh, shooting guard. Um, you can't lay the finger on, on one person uh, during this, this skid. Um, and the way that they've played post-All-Star break, I think they're 8-13 and 13 since the All-Star break. And I think they're eight and fifteen in their last twenty-three. But um, you, you're just going to need a little bit more consistent offense. It doesn't even have to be that much. It can be, you know, ten to twelve points. Um, and we've seen Isaac do that before. He can really get going when he's in transition, or he can take contact on the way to the rim. He was actually a pretty decent uh, corner three-point shooter here, um, but he's just not taking the shots. And he's got to make sure that that, that he takes those. Um, especially going into the play-in because um, they're going to need everything from everybody. I mean, Darius Garland, you saw at the beginning of the fourth quarter last night, he was not able to sit three minutes. The, the Nets made a run. The Cavs were up by, I think, seven points, mm-hmm. and they made it made it a three-point lead uh, by the time Darius came back in. Now the bench was able to stave him off for a little bit, but uh, three minutes of rest, I mean, you need to be able to give your, your superstar point guard a little bit more of a blow than that without having to worry about everything else. Yeah, you know, when you look at Isaac Okoro, um, you know, sometimes I I really, we we talk about Evan Mobley so much, but it seems like we don't quite talk about the development of Isaac Okoro. And I believe for the Cavs to get to to as far as they can, he's going to need to develop some sort of uh, consistent game. I think he does, he's not a, 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 he's a good defender, good, he has the, tools to be a, 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 a great defender, but he's not a great lockdown defender uh, right now. And so when you're not going, when other guys can get their points on the other end of the floor um, because they're great scorers and you, you aren't, you know, stretching the defense at all uh, and making them guard you on the other end, that kind of helps, especially when you don't have your other uh, scores in the game in terms of Allen and some of the other guys um, who are part of your, your starting lineup. Um, Pivoting towards, you know, going towards the Milwaukee Bucks, what's the scenario for the Cavs? Uh, I do hear some. there's some scenarios out there that the Hornets could. There are certain scenarios that the Hornets could leapfrog the Cavs as well. Um, what are the different scenarios and the best-case scenario for the Cavs moving forward um, with the last game of the season uh, going against Milwaukee and then looking into playing? Well, luckily, uh, the Cavs got some help from the top overall seed last night. Miami did beat uh, Atlanta. Um, so that was that was big for them. Uh, I I believe it's just this: it's uh, if, if the Cavs win, then they can stay uh, in that seven and eight game. Now it depends on where they end up because Brooklyn still has the Pacers and the Hawks left. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the Cavs lose and everybody else wins, so the Hawks are on the road against the Rockets, and then the Hornets are hosting the Wizards. So if those two win those games and the Cavs do not beat the Bucks, then I believe Cleveland is uh, tenth. But 
Um, if the Cavs just take care of business, then I'm pretty sure that they just stay in that top game, which is what they want because um, they don't want to win uh, or go home situation, obviously, um, especially for a young team. Uh, yes, if they draw Brooklyn in the first, whether they're hosting them or whether they're on the road, it seems like they're going to be on the road because of uh, the net schedule here. But um, that that's still invaluable experience to go after one a, a team that nobody wants to see in the playoffs because you know they're starting to click on all cylinders and are pretty much at full strength. Um, and two, uh, you don't want Cleveland's game, Cleveland season, to come down to just one game. Uh, I don't think, at least. Um, and and it'll be interesting to see who they match up with, but uh, they've guaranteed them, themselves a spot here. Um, and at, at least uh, if, if they win, uh, they'll finish over Atlanta and Charlotte. So then it just depends on where they play uh, that seven and eight game. But again, they control their own destiny. They have to win this game against Milwaukee. And I'm interested to see this, whether uh, the Bucks are, are going to bring that like 110% effort because they pretty much are in the, the catbird seat here. Um, they're a game up on Boston, and uh, they're currently holding that two seed. I don't know if they care who they play or whatnot, but they're they're going to have a two or a three seed no matter what. So I don't know what what kind of importance this game has to them. Um, we'll see, uh, you know, whether they do like a play the starters the first half and then rest the the rest of the way. We've seen it before, um, so we'll we'll, we'll end up uh, getting a, a better glimpse, I think, when we know. Milwaukee's motivation, uh, I think, is uh, really uh, what to, to check out here. But, yeah, the, the tiebreaker situation, that comes down to conference record and record head-to-head, of course, if you're tied. So that that's all a jumbled mess. So, basically, the Cavs take care of business during that 7-8 and eight game. Uh, what, 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 is there any news uh, on, on the front of Jared Allen? Um, will he be able to play against the Bucs? Um, or, if he's not able to play that game, Will he be available for the play-in games? Uh, you know, you would like to say that. Um, I don't know exactly how realistic that is. He did go through some pregame workouts um, at uh, at Brooklyn. And uh, if you look at the video, I think it was Chris Fedor at Cleveland.com who, who posted it. Um, he was basically just using his right hand against uh, a Cavs training staff member. Um, so that doesn't exactly point to uh, optimism in my eyes, uh, but, <laughs> yeah. we, but 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 we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, you, you know, uh, you know, when we look at this this playoff series, um, if if the Cavs do, um, if they beat Brooklyn, does that mean that they're automatically in? If they stay in the seventh and eighth game and they beat Brooklyn, that means they're automatically in, and then Brooklyn would have another opportunity to play again the winner of the 9-10 game. Is that correct? Correct. So the the winner of the 7-8 and eight game gets the 7 seed, and then the loser of the 7-8 and eight game plays the winner of the 9-10 game for the 8th seed. <laughs> I know it's a big, big, uh, yeah. kind of big double mess, but basically um, – it's double elimination for the seven and eight teams, and it's single elimination for the the nine and ten teams. And, um, and, the nine and ten teams have to win twice to get into the playoffs. And so, and then the Cavs would be at that point the seventh team, seventh seed, correct? Yeah, and they would end up either facing the Bucks or the the Celtics. Yeah, see, I, that, it, 
I don't know how we can get this done. I'd rather play the Celtics. <laughs> I don't know how that. I don't know how that works. Well, they, they could help themselves. They could help themselves because if they beat Milwaukee. Then if Boston can win, you know, its final game, ah. then you help yourselves in that regard. Yeah, um, that's what we want. I was looking for something to root for. I was looking for a little bit of mojo and magic dust here. That's exactly what we need to happen. Because if you tell me the Cavs play uh, the Celtics, hey, I, I get I can get a game or two off the Celtics. <laughs> I get, but but Milwaukee, that's an uphill battle. Right, right. But he, here's the thing, though, G. Bush. I think even if they lose that seven eight game to Brooklyn and they're able to beat either Atlanta or Charlotte, if that's how it shakes out, um, I think they could get a game or two off of Miami. Oh yeah. Oh, I like that too. Uh, I, listen, they play yeah, Miami tough, game, but <laughs> you know we might you know a couple of games, right? Uh, and, and, right. Uh, and so let me ask you this this really quickly: Who do you have? Uh, who do you have for um, rookie of the year? Uh, I think it's between uh, it's between Mobley <laughs> and, and, and uh, uh, the, the kid from Toronto, um, Barnes. Yeah, who do you Scott have? Barnes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really tough. Uh, I don't know. Here's the thing about the regular season awards, G. Bush, man. I, I I hate how they're determined because we go off a of recency bias a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if you put the numbers side by side, I mean, and I know that you know numbers isn't always the telling story, but like Scotty and Evan really have pretty much the same numbers. Yep. Um, and and the other thing too is, and I know I'm even guilty of recency bias here too, is I don't think Cade Cunningham's out of the ring red running for it because he's just had such a good uh, second you know, half, pretty he's, much just yeah. second half, new year, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's looked tremendous, and he's had one of the worst rosters in the league to work with. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I think that Evan's going to end up winning it. But um, it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if Scotty ended up getting it because I mean, you look at where Toronto was, you know, before the All Star break, and now they're all the way up to fifth. Yeah. And Chicago just continues to do this ridiculous slide, um, losing by double digits for three straight games. I don't know what the heck's going on with them, but um, you know, the Raptors are making that push, and uh, I, I think uh, that could easily lead you know voters to to see Scotty is contributing on a winning team as well so you have two rookies contributing to the playoff teams and that's not that's not really normal honestly so that's a tough decision i think spencer i appreciate you we'll talk to you soon uh and uh, we'll hope for the best with the Cavs. i appreciate it g bush thank you man t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.